0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Hilo podcast. This chair is very squeaky, I've just noticed. Um, Yeah, welcome. This is going to be the second video recorded uh, episode that we're going to release on YouTube. Well, this is going to be exciting. Um, I'm not sure about the moves I made earlier, but I think I just made things a bit more complicated when it comes to editing. But we will sort this out. I was trying to know how match the song with the dance moves but i'm not sure if this is gonna work uh well make sure to follow us on our socials uh, as usual instagram twitter threads uh that's new youtube uh, even send us an email we're gonna leave the links to our socials in the description so that you don't have to go through the trouble of finding us and you can just do it with one click Well, relationships, communication, um, conflict resolution, those are all words that are usually interconnected with one another, right? Uh, Relationships are complicated. Well, they could be complicated. Um, Communication is essential for the success of a relationship, doing it correctly is vital for the relationship success doing conflicts they will happen and it's completely healthy to be in a relationship where there are some conflicts every now and then and where you do fight however knowing how to resolve those conflicts in a healthy way is even more important but it's something that not a lot of people focus on and they are surprised when They are in a relationship that they're doing things in a a wrong way and it doesn't um, go hand in hand with what their partner is expecting. And it causes even (laughs) more conflicts and um, it causes fights to become more aggressive. And unfortunately, sometimes it ends up with partners breaking up the relationship and going in separate ways. Well... It's important to highlight here that when we are talking about relationships, we are not just focusing on couples, but we are focusing on the relationship between any two people who spend a lot of time with one another or two or more people, even a group, who spend a lot of time with one another. Because when you do so, this is when personalities clash and this is when conflicts are bound to happen. But I think the even though the solutions that we give might be more applicable to, um, to couples, however, you can easily use those tips and apply them to other situations and scenarios. I believe you can apply them anywhere and it would help you resolve things peacefully and with little disturbances as possible. However, it's important here to keep an open mind. And uh, to reflect after this episode, because sometimes you might be in the wrong end. Sometimes you might be the one who ha who is to blame, and other times you are the one who is the victim. So bear in mind, we all make mistakes here. Um, hopefully this one is gonna be helpful for you. But um, you know when you hear that people say almost half of all marriages end in divorce, well we at first thought it was a statement and it was um, there was a bit of an exaggeration in that statement however having done our research we found out that that statement is actually true now the source that we've read and focused on the most especially in the statistics that we're, we're about to give it might be a bit biased because it was focused on the us only but having done a general research at the very beginning, this statement is actually not far from being true. Uh, and that's why we said almost half of all marriages end in divorce. Well, when we encountered that statement, we were intrigued to know the reasons why people get divorced. Because again, the, the area that we're trying to focus on here is communication and conflict resolution. And this is what we found out. So to give you a summary, 75% of divorces happen due to a lack of commitment, 60% due to affairs, 58% is um, due to to, uh, too much conflict in a relationship, and finally, 45% is because couples got married too young. Well, there's a lot to talk about all of these. However, um, if you think about... If you think about the reasons that we've specified here, well, they could all be resolved if couples know each other's needs and they could communicate it clearly with one another in order to resolve all of the, all the issues we've mentioned above, right? So communication is key here. It's communication and conflict resolution. It's important because it helps you resolve conflicts. It helps you understand your partner and build up the chemistry that would bring you closer to one another and it would help you tackle or first of all notice then tackle the issues that are causing you problems and are making you fight and feel that you have to go in separate ways. Um, Now for the source of this article, we are going to leave it in the description so you get, you guys could read it and uh, let us know what you think. Um, secondly, you might be thinking those numbers surely do not add to 100%. This is the first thought we had. But we think that the survey and the research that was done asked couples who were divorced to give multiple reasons or all of the reasons as to why they got divorced. And they added up the numbers to create those statistics, so they're probably not going to add to 100%. But you can see that a large percentage is actually due to having too much conflict, and that's 58%. Well, from there, we decided to try and understand reasons as to why couples fight and end up having too much conflict, and... First of all, we're just going to give you a brief summary so you could take the uh, the most important points if you're in a hurry and want to get the information quickly. So, A, it's lack of communication. B, it's lack of physical and emotional intimacy. And C, it's money and finances. And again, we believe that all of those issues could be resolved. Well, I mean, number one, lack of communication could be resolved by having more communication, obviously. Uh, but it's it's important to understand how you're going to communicate with the other person, how you're going to deal with them, how you're going to approach the situation in a healthy way such that they, um, such that it does not backfire and it does not uh, cause, uh, cause things to become more aggressive. So it's a way to contain the issue and resolve it in a healthy way. Things, those kind of things are important, especially if you have kids because it might negatively affect them in a psychological way um and you you do not you, you usually want to avoid such things when it comes to your kids but or, or when it comes to kids but um sometimes things go south and don't work the way you want them to uh, now we don't want to go into these ideas or these points in too much detail because uh to be honest that wasn't our area of focus for today's episode if you want to know more about them do let us know and we're gonna we can actually dissect and go into the details um into each and every one of those points but it's obvious that as we said before a lack of communication you just need to communicate more however it's not as easy because it really depends on who you are as a person and People's behavior and, and people's behavior and personalities and characteristics—they vary um, vastly, and it's not always easy to understand why humans behave the way they do because there are so many factors affecting that. Whether it was the the way you grew up, the environment you grew in, um, the kind of situations you've been you've encountered. Um, maybe your genetic expression could also play a role Uh, however um, it's something that everyone could work on i guess Um, i'm not sure if you've listened to our second or third episode we believe it did tackle the idea of communication and how to communicate effectively and clearly make sure to listen to that one because it's going to help you maybe understand more what we're going to talk about Uh, however the good thing about this episode, is gonna we're going to give you some examples. Uh, we're going to give you ways to tackle those issues, the ways you can resolve conflicts in a healthy way. And we're going to give you scenarios so that should help you. Well, moving on. So um, let's assume you are in a relationship or you are having constant fights with someone and you're not sure how to deal with them And how to approach the situation. Well, we've got, I believe, three or four different, um, yeah, I believe four solutions or four tips on how to resolve conflicts and um, some examples as well. So, number one is to make sure to directly express your thoughts and feelings. And that's a very important one. When you're in a relationship, and you're in a fight and things are getting more and more intense your mind is going to be pretty much um, shut down or it's going to be shut you do not want to accept new ideas you don't want to accept being criticized you don't want to get blamed you're being more either more defensive or more aggressive depends on the situation that you are in Um, however it's important to be direct when expressing what you want from your couple so that they know what they need to do. If you're not direct, those things, your couple might miss or your partner might misunderstand you. Um, things might not reach them quite clearly. So even though they think they're doing the right thing, they're actually doing doing it wrong. And because you're not... and there is a high chance that you're going to get irritated because your needs and wants are not being satisfied and you feel like you are doing most of the work and you're not getting anything in return. But in order to express your thoughts and feelings directly, you have to make sure not to keep grievances inside of you and do not let bad emotions accumulate. Um, make sure to express your feelings in a direct, firm and honest manner and it's important for you and your partner to be willing to accept or listen to your feelings and not dismiss them this is very important when you're in a um, in an argument is to have an open mind be willing to listen be willing to accept criticism and when you get the chance you can do so on your own someone is calling me it's fine uh well um yeah, that was a bit of a distraction. Um, anyways, uh, but when you do express your thoughts and feelings, make sure to be uh, make sure to keep your partner's feeling into consideration. So don't be aggressive. Don't be passive aggressive. Don't insult them. So let's let's see, or let me give you an uh, example here. Uh, so you could open a discussion by taking someone else's consideration. Uh, or sorry, by showing consideration for your loved one's feeling by saying something like, I care about our relationship or I know you don't mean to upset me or I know that I didn't mean to upset you. And next, you can express the thing that is causing irritation or making you frustrated and confused. So you could express the thing directly. So you say, I do not like the way you um ignore doing some of the chores and then you could ask them to perform that change you say i would rather you speak for example i would rather you do them um quickly and efficiently so we could move on and do something fun instead of slacking off another example would be i would rather you to speak to me in a quiet tone or i would like it if you'd wait until i finish my sentence before talking and then At the end of this, um, let's say, request, you could ask for an agreement by saying, are you willing to agree to that? So you see, you've directed the thing that is annoying you, which is constant interruption in this case. And then you're asking for confirmation. So this way, you, you weren't rude. You did not put any blame on them. It's not supposed to irritate the other couple. And then you're just asking politely whether they agree to this or not. The second thing is not to play the blame game. So no good can come from playing this game, putting blame on your partner. In that situation, everyone thinks that they're correct. They're the ones who are uh, right. And the other partner is the one who has done something wrong. Um, It will actually, so this will end up causing more harm than good. And it will also take the blame away or sorry it will take the focus away from the issue not to mention that you, your partner will feel attacked and um i guess when they're feeling attacked they're just quickly going to dismiss everything that you're saying and they're going to try and put maybe they they would try and put the blame on you as well so it's not really the best way to resolve conflicts. A tip on how to handle a conflict in a relationship um, and avoid the blame game is to use I feel statements. So an example would be, I feel angry when I'm constantly um, uh, left out and not being invited to um, some of the events that you and your friends have. And then you could suggest something a change again just like the previous example so i would like you to invite me more so i feel like you're not embarrassed of me and the relationship do you agree to that so you can also yeah so it's important to use the i feel this approach usually leads to better communication and a better result by honoring the feelings of your partner without putting them down and without making them feel Like they're doing something wrong. Um, Point number C is an important one. Although it's not pretty obvious to everyone. But it's body language and healthy habits. So as part of a relationship, it's important for you to be a good listener. Listen to what your partner wants. Listen to what they need. Listen to what they're saying. Because it could help you know what you should be doing again it's always important to uh, or sorry again relationships is it's not a one-way street uh, both need to be um, in full acceptance that they need to listen to each other they need to give each other the chance to fully express their ideas and feelings and emotions um and it's not just about listening it's about being an active listener so Actually digest what your partner is saying so you could know how to respond. You could know what to change if there is a change that needs to be made and how to improve yourself. And then, of course, you're going to take that chance when you get it to express or do the same thing. But keep it respectful. Keep it and and remain considerate of the person who you are talking to. Now, when you're actually in the argument, it is really important to be making eye contact and to be attentive, maintain a respectable tone and body language and use eye statements instead of blaming your partner. Um, so it's, um, it's really important not when you're having um, um, an argument, number one, Eliminate any distractions, such as your phone, um, maybe the TV, if it's causing any any disturbances to your argument. So you could really focus on what you need to resolve. Uh, You need to be attentive. And again, an active listener, those are really important. And about the body language. So let's say you're in a room with your partner and you're having an argument. It's not the best thing to do. To be sitting down while your partner is standing up or to, or to be uh, standing up while your partner is sitting down. Make sure that you're level such that no one feels like they're being attacked or they're being put down or shut down in any way. Uh, or the person who is standing up in that case will feel like they are in a winning situation. Those are all psychological games Sorry, excuse me, that do affect... The quality of the uh, of the discussion and the argument, and again with the I statements, we've seen previous examples on how you could do them on uh, or how you could uh, communicate in a in a respectable manner uh, without putting a blame on your partner. And I believe the last point is to stick to one argument, and that's something that everyone falls into or everyone makes that mistake. And when you're angry i know you you have a lot of emotions that you want to express maybe there are a lot of things that you have suppressed but it's important to make sure that you're only targeting one issue at a time so you could resolve one issue at a time and the one way you could ensure or to be positive that you're not going to fall into this trap is to uh, communicate things um, on the spot or when they occur so that it does not accumulate and so that it does not um, remain inside of you building up that uh, let's say um, building up that stress and negative emotions that are just gonna pop all of a sudden Um, so having more than one argument or focusing on more than one issue is just gonna cause things to spiral or you're gonna end up going down a spiral and the conversation will go nowhere and you're going to end up being annoyed at one another, but nothing has been resolved. So just stick to one point and make sure to express that directly. So this this is all we have to offer for now, I believe. So th- the key points that we could take away just to sum things up, I know we've talked for like quite a bit now, is that fights and conflicts are inevitable in a relationship they are healthy however you, it's completely healthy for couples to argue if they don't argue maybe that's a bit suspicious i'm not sure maybe it's an it's a a clue or a sign that the couples are not spending more more time with one another however i'm not expert in that case maybe it's something we could talk um or research more about before giving you an opinion on whether on how healthy for couples not to fight but uh, yeah fights and conflicts are bound to happen but the way we deal with them is what makes a difference so always keep an open mind be patient be respectable be an active listener and make sure to uh, stick for your loved ones and know that no matter what happens uh, they will always be there for you not quoting friends Um, that's it for now i hope you enjoyed this one and we'll see you in a couple of weeks Adiós.